Welcome to the Ultimate Everton Team podcast here on Toffee TV. I am joined by Kane Forshaw. Home and away, Toffee. <laughs> Always got something to say about Everton. Um, you know, basically basically owns hands, tours, coaches. Yeah. Sits at the back like he owns the gaff. Yeah, sits in the middle. You can't, I, I own that coach can't get on I, the... You need like a... You no, know, like the way they say, like, to get into a posh school, you need yeah. like a letter from the Queen. You need a letter from Kane. Yeah. Well, I just, I just let Anna call it hands, tours, yeah. but really it's Kane's source. Although, the, although <laughs> the irony is, the only time me and Baz have been on a coach trip with hands, tours... You weren't there. I weren't there. You know no, I, mean? I wasn't. We it went was all the way to stuck and work, yeah, and missed you know. probably the best trip ever. But, yeah, you know, you know, we don't like to talk about it too. No, much, but, you know, not when I'm in the room anyway, because we're missing out. But yeah. we're gonna do your <laughs> ultimate fan team. If anyone doesn't know, uh, we play a game here called Ultimate Fan, where you pick a team every week based on the card you have, like a fantasy football thing, and you have two defenders, two midfielders, and two forwards. So. We're going to get Kane to pick his ultimate Everton team. We're also going to get a team off him, which is, is the best It's the best players you've ever seen, isn't it? Best players I've seen play against Everton. Okay. Well, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Baz last week done a best Premier League team. Astro done um, the worst. The people he hated, essentially. Yeah. So <laughs> Let's get into who is... Look, first of all, I just ask, just off, just, just, just for the basis of, of people wanting to know, if you had a goalkeeper, who would your goalkeeper be? Oh, Nigel Martin all day. Nigel yeah. Martin for me, hundred percent. Amazing, best goalkeeper. Because I, I really started yeah. watching Everton mainly like end of two thousand two, two thousand three, and Nigel Martin was brilliant. I remember him at Anfield, and we, we drew nil nil, yeah. and some of the saves he made that day, and then well, when I started properly going, um, when we got Champions League, he won us so many points, so many one nil wins. Honestly, mm-hmm. he was fantastic. Just. Tim Howard was was a good keeper for us, but towards the end, like he he was at Everton for too long for me, yeah. Pad, and yeah. I think that's what ruined it a bit. He was a loyal loyal player oh, yeah. for us, and he was, he was a great ambassador for the club. But mm. at still with with Howard, I think there was a few mistakes too. Yeah, Nigel Martin obviously got injured, so yeah. therefore he went out on top basically. Even yeah. though he was like thirty nine yeah. or whatever, he went out on top. And he want you, you. Everyone was gutted. Where this, you're right, Tim Howard went like season, a season, two seasons too long. Yeah, so we should have really sold him after that World Cup in 2014. And got a lot of got money. Got a for lot him. of money. Yeah, yeah. But we never, and that's that's. And unfortunately, it's that Belgium game, innit? it? Was <laughs> the World Cup, and yeah. he made like Most ten saves. saves. Yeah, Most saves ever. Unbelievable. Oh, so there you go, Nigel Martin. Good start. Right, let's get into your proper team now. So you've got two defenders. Who's your first defender? Well, my first defender is Leighton Baines because Leighton Baines. Probably one of the best players I've ever seen where the share for us. Yeah. Consistent um, quality. Him and Pina down at left hand side under Moyes was absolutely fantastic. And then when Pina went to Spurs, I thought he was he got even better without him. And then yeah. Pina come back. But some of the performances was free kicks, the two free kicks against West Ham were brilliant. He, he was just he was just a great player overall for, for us. I thought Le- Leighton Baines got Luca Dean. Now he's been he's been good. He's been a good replacement for Baines. Mm. But Leighton Baines, I don't think. Uh, would you say he's probably the best left back you've seen? Yeah, he's a, easily the left back. Of course, we had. You know, when I started going, mm. the, when I was growing up, we had Pat Van Den but Baines is well better. Yeah. Baines was just consistent. He's consistent, and he was and and he had. He the, made football look so easy yeah. for and me. He had the free kicks. And he had, he never really, no one really ruffled his feathers too much. And he just had a, uh, not, he wasn't like arrogant or not. He was very, mm. very understated, very cool. Almost yeah. at times, like, 
you felt like he just wasn't really that bothered about football because he was so because he was just he was just one of those fellas where he didn't look like he lived and breathed it, but clearly he did. But he just did it in his own way. Yeah. And I think he never, you know, you can bad performances. You could probably put on one hand how many bad performances. Very rarely got injured. Hmm. Consistent, just consistency though. Consistency. That, that's the word. For and him. unfortunately, what's mad is he's not recognised by people outside of Everton of being like at this top, top, See, top left f- back. And what's weird? That's so weird. Who was it who put out the table? I think you just mentioned that on. Bad yeah, there was like a match of the day top fullbacks. And some of them couldn't even lace his boots. He should and be up there, mate. Mm. And Seamus Coleman should be up there. Another quality fullback. We'll, we'll, we'll go on to Coleman in a minute. Don't give anything away. I mean, but yeah, well, no, the thing about Baines is though, Baines obviously there was a there was a thing in two thousand and ten um, when England were going to the World Cup. And yeah. He did an interview where someone like said he was home, like he was homesick, or he said he was homesick or something, and the comment was taken weirdly was taken in such a weird way and it was like oh he can't play international tournaments he gets homesick and he basically lost his spot in the squad because Stephen of it Warnock. to Stephen Warnock who's absolutely dross and I'll looks, never get that decision and looks you know, stupid in glasses um, <laughs> he does he looks no I'll never get no. that decision no pet honestly the, for, the form he was in at that time for Everton mm. was probably one of the best he's ever played for us in that period Yeah, going up because I'm sure that, that was just be, when we got out the FA Cup final. It was the FA Cup, it was, FA Cup final 2000. It was peak Moyes, wasn't it? It was yeah. like peak Moyes. And then it was just a typical Fabio Capello no. moment. It's typical England, though. Yeah. England, are the, England, like, when he did play, they never put anyone in front of him. It was always the shoe on someone in. So you mm. never got the best out of him. No. The left back who could give it and go and get up the pitch. And mm. again, sp- you know, listen, Ashley Cole was a great fullback, but I think it. I, I think thought Leighton Baines, Baines was better. Leighton Baines was an all round player, wasn't he? And Ashley Cole, if you put Ashley Cole in that Everton side, would you still get the same thing what Leighton Baines done for Everton? Yeah. I don't. I, 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 personally, I, I don't think so because Leighton Baines was up and down, non stop, creating goals, fantastic defensively. Mm-hmm. I don't think that gets spoken for about the, enough. For the best part of a decade, obviously, that left hand side was so strong yeah. for Everton, and Definitely. he was so important, and obviously. He's with the back at the club, and it'll be interesting to see what his his pathway is now. He's working more mm-hmm. um, in the coaching, even though he came in as not really a coach, it's more of a facilitator, someone yeah. to speak to. It'll be interesting to see whether he gets the bug for coaching and where that takes him, because he's a very understated so person. What, what what is he actually doing now? Well, he I think at the moment he's working with the under 18s He's an, he's a temporary assistant as we speak right yeah. now. So it'll be very very interesting to see what his pathway is in mm. football and see whether he gets that bug and whether he's got his tactical idea. Because I think he's a very tactical fella, but he's yeah. also a very cool, he's and a calm t- intelligent fella. man. Isn't he? And you could see him standing on the sidelines with a really nicely fitted suit yeah. just analysing <laughs> the game with his hair blowing in the wind and just analysing it all and then you know making key decisions and never getting ruffled and mm. that kind of thing yeah he's a calm that's yeah. another way to describe him when he played yeah. for Everton he was always calm the only, I'll tell you what though the only time I've ever lo- seen him lose his head was um, Arteta yeah. the Frido yeah. and Barkley yeah um, I f- forget what happened, but I just remember Leighton Baines losing his head, and it was just I quality also, to I see. I also remember in the uh, the Mar- the Martinez years, there was a picture of you at Watford <laughs> with um, <laughs> holding a flag, with basically suggesting Roberto Martinez leave the club. Did someone put Leighton Baines? Someone photoshopped him yeah. and put Leighton Baines on your head, and I've still got that fo- that picture Bain- in my phone. Baines was one of us. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got that because obviously Baines came yeah. out after a Man United defeat and basically said. You know, something's not right here and, mm. and no one really wants to talk about it and, and that 
That's what Martinez tried to make Baines apologise. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was all about. And that's wasn't it? that's what got the fans pu- really on. Mm. Be- it felt people felt like Baines understood. There, there was also a, um, I think it was Mart- one of Martinez's last games. So when he got beat four 0 by Liverpool at Anfield, and there was a picture on, on the inset of Martinez giving Baines instructions, and you can just see him rolling his eyes. <laughs> the, the instructions certainly weren't, weren't defend, please, no, mate. No chance. Um, no. So, Leighton Baines, I think Leighton Baines will be a very popular person on this podcast. Oh, yeah. It's always interesting to find out the different reasons. And, of course, you would have been at West Ham as well the day you scored the two. Oh, you know picks. what? I actually weren't there. Oh, that day, my you know? God. Yeah. <laughs> I weren't there. No. Why weren't you there? At, at that time, right? It was, was in like, August, wasn't it? You would have been uh, on holiday. No, no. It was, you know what? It was September. Yeah, and it was, also, yeah. right. At that time, I was in college and I didn't have enough money around, like oh, behind me then. So I was, think- I-, I had to miss a lot of the away <sighs> games, um, and obviously, I think that was the best season we played and didn't go many away games. Yeah, that, that was that was actually yeah, it was the first game after yeah, the international break. That I missed that no, season, I thought, you know. <laughs> there you go. So your second defender, you've already sort of spoiled it for everyone. So your second defender, my second defender, Seamus Coleman, um, loyalty for the club. Uh, he's just been brilliant for us like mm. on the pitch and off the pitch stuff what he's done for Everton in the community but on the pitch yeah. when, when he peaked oh my word yeah. Martinez's first season but Moise's last season too mm. was absolutely brilliant for Everton like probably the best right back I've seen play for Everton by far because mm. all the all I got to see was Tony a bit before Coleman <laughs> no, he, yeah, no you're absolutely right and, and what's funny about those two players is, is that other people suggest that other clubs sort of Created this yeah. idea of fullbacks being your wit. Oh yeah, and we had well, the... when, when we had Baines and Coleman, either side, it was just brilliant to watch, wasn't it? Like both of them getting up and down. I remember when we beat Wolfsburg, mm. and Cole. I think it was either Baines knocked it for the Coleman dive, yeah, and yeah. they're fantastic. But like defensively too, Coleman at first like he weren't like very good mm. defensively but I think he's worked on that through, throughout his Everton career and he's just got much better I think going on to the, was it Blackpool on loan Blackpool, yeah, got promoted yeah. with them got promoted with them that, that out and he's just been loyal towards Everton and I know Man United come in for mm. Baines and Coleman didn't he at one point I don't know if that was under um, David Moyes when they had Moyes yeah, but yeah. both of them have been great loyal servants for the club and I think as you, I think you said it again on Baz's video, eh, the likes of Jack Yelcher mm. and Coleman and Baines, they deserve testimonials and yeah. something needs to be done. Well, d- about Coleman, that, in my opinion. Yeah, Coleman is obviously, you know, as we speak, he's obviously very much still part of the first team, which is it's a testament to him. But it's also what is mad for me is that, you know, Baines, they replaced and we got a year out and then he went when yeah. people still wanted him. Coleman, you know, He's someone that Everton have really struggled to replace, and that shows how good he's been. Yeah, but it's still frustrating that Everton, who did have that amazing, you know, set of fullbacks, haven't been able to, you know, haven't used that and gone right. But well, we need to keep doing that. We found something that's good; it works, and we need to keep doing that. Mm. So, which is mad. I f- think I think it did show how good Coleman is mm. when we got Jibril Sadiba. Yeah, and then you go from having Seamus Coleman all the way down there for Sadiba. Mm. It's it, we have got a, di- a difficult like it, it's very hard to find well, the, the right right back the, to replace Coleman at the, the minute. The I good think. N- the good news I think going forward is is that fullbacks like Coleman are now the way fullbacks are trained to be. Yeah. You very rarely find a fullback now who's 
who's just completely defensive. They are the width of a football team oh, now. Yeah. And when you look at other teams doing well in the Premier League, you know, Man City, Liverpool's, it's because they've got that width, Chelsea as well. They've got that width coming from fullback. It allows the midfielders to tuck in, gives you an opportunity to have that false number nine who can drop in. It really does set your team up. Yeah. And and we had we had the best two for we the did. best part of a decade. We so did. Um, absolutely far. both of them absolutely and Coleman, as you said, Coleman's like he will he gets involved locally, he loves being at Everton. You know, he is the captain. You know, he's you could stop him on the street and you can have a conversation with you. He's, he's just he's just a really nice got time genuine for fella. And obviously breaking his leg was a major mm. major I mean his leg break was, was devastating and it's probably robbed him of, you know, three years of his career at the peak. You know, I think he never really truly recovered from that no, leg break. Definitely not. And you know, Evan It's his age now and I think Yeah. I, 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 this is what happened with the likes of this stand. Mm. He stayed here far too long and then it almost like ruins what they've yeah, done before yeah so i think we need to, uh, sorry to go back onto it again but we do need a right back as yeah, soon as possible because you don't want to damage what coleman's no. done for everton no. because people will remember him from his last years you should actually re- you should replace people basically a year before they need oh, replacing yeah, and you should get their replacements in and let them bed in whether they come from abroad whether they're young and need a year laying in the ropes at a big club, whether they uh, come from the championship, no matter what, people need like a crossover year, and that's what all the best clubs do. Because when players come in at other clubs and people like sort of laugh at them because they're not doing well, it's like, yeah, but it's fine because we mm. can take them out and put the guy they're going to replace back in the team. Yeah. And it's, you know, you look at what that's what that's what top clubs do, and Evan have struggled with that. They don't do that enough. So, and then you let them linger on. Hmm. You, know, you mentioned Tim Howard before. You let them linger yeah, on, and then because then people start getting on the back. Yeah, and it's dead hard to be like, you know, when you when you criticising someone, it's dead hard to go the minute they finish, go, oh, you were amazing, and because everyone going, I used to slag him off. That's it. But that's football. That that's not where football, football fans, for, isn't yeah. it? Uh, let's get into the midfield. So, who is your first midfielder? Uh, my first midfielder, Stephen Pienaar. Pro- you know what? Best player I've seen where the Everton chair for me. <sighs> Yeah, in my lifetime anyway. Yeah. Obviously, we've had much, probably much better players than him in the eighties and so on. But for me, Pina, just Leighton Baines and Stephen Pina down that left hand side. How Pina dribble with the ball, he took inside and let Leighton Baines go around the outside to put the crosses in. Fantastic, and and again, I think he went to Spurs, realized he made the mistake and come back, and he's probably regretted it ever since, hasn't he? Because he went to Spurs and. He was, looked like a totally different player. Again, Spurs didn't know how to use him. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't have Leighton Baines. No, exactly. And it was that idea of, like we saying before, when Baines played for England, he didn't have Pienaar mm. in front of him. They were, they were a partnership. They were they were an ultimate partnership. And Pienaar now, without, because obviously we've got this thing, this pre-assist that now. Yeah. Pienaar's oh, he'd, he'd have loads of them. would be unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. He would be unbelievable. He'd be, he'd be leading in Premier League history. Guarantee, yeah. <laughs> how many t- how many goals did we create like that? That's all we used to do. Go from yeah. that on that left hand side. Baines we used to do that it. little Bain- roll back. Yeah, Baines would get it. Pina, give it to Pina. Pina would would have his back to the goal. Do yeah. some kind of little drag back, and then ju- find Baines had gone ahead of him. Baines had put it in, and we we were scoring like nine it times was, out of ten. It was like that um, the cup final, wasn't yeah. it? When uh, I think Pina had it, and then. He, Baines crossed it in, Fellaini missed the header, and then Sahara scored. It was that's mo- what most of our goals mm-hmm. are like. We got go front down that left hand side, and Pina was fantastic. We're, we're in the share for us. Honestly, he was 
brilliance on his day and I again another very consistent performer yeah. for us. He was he was brilliant. He got stuck in as well. This is the did. other thing people didn't realise. I know when he came, people were like, mm. oh, I'm not sure about him size. He got stuck in, he wanted to work hard, he loved Moyes. Um, yeah. Loved Moyes. Club never gave him a concert, which was mental uh, again. Mm. Yeah. He went to Spurs when he was in his peak. And of course we got him back from Spurs. But he was cup tied, so he never played in the semi against Liverpool. And he, he even though he was boss when he came back, he he just wasn't quite as good as he was before he left. And then obviously when Manus came in, and Manus really could have done with him, he he could never get that level of consistency with his injuries, and he was always injured. The club basically texted him and said, "See you later, lad." And he went to Sunderland, and again he's another one that hasn't. I know they've brought him back as an ambassador, and me and Bass spoke about that this that last week in the podcast. But he's never sort of been truly recognised on the pitch. And like you just said there, the likes of Jagielka, the like, likes of Baines and, and, and Leon Osman. Leon Osman, You know, too, yeah. never got that. You know, Hibbert got his big send-off. Osman had a testimonial, though, didn't he? It was against, did? Yeah, he did. It was against Porter. It was okay. half empty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, it never felt like they were mm. truly uh, uh, rewarded. I think... You know, I, that, that shows you no. I can't remember No, what it is yeah. No, what it is is because when I grew was, up right we had, pro- we had proper testimonials and I grew oh, up oh yeah well, we play, had... playing Rangers and Celtic oh I remember it now they had that brown kit on didn't they yeah well they I went there they, they had that brown kit on I remember that I, I remember that now but that's the problem with testimonials they don't do them properly anymore no. but it never feels like people get truly rewarded for them uh, yeah we got beat by Porto which kind of gave away a penalty didn't he Ghana's first game, he gave oh, away oh, a penalty, yeah. and I think we got beat. But the thing about testimonials is nowadays, like everyone remembers Dunks because he was obviously yeah. Ray and Rooney came back and Dunk came off. And uh, I loved Ibbets one though, you know. Yeah, Ibbets was, Ibbets boss. was boss. Ibbets was boss. Yeah, it's just uh, like that though. Like, but Jags, I always thought Jags and Howard, um, certainly ha- Howard, he should have gone to America. And played a testimonial where he played half a game for Evan and half a oh, game well, for there you go, the uh, club Colorado. Like that, and we were saying that at the time, and you're right, the club don't think like they that. Think like they're that. not as intelligent as me and Baz. <laughs> um, and that's what you would have done, and you would have got loads of people behind it. Or if it had been like um, the loads MLS. Loads of Everton fans would have exactly. been over to Or you'd had like the MLS All Stars versus Everton. Tim, I was going to play half a game for Colorado, uh, for the All Stars, sorry, and half a game for Everton. And it would have. We, we, do you know, you know that? Uh, remember when we played MLS All Stars and we played in a kit? What, what we ain't even yeah, in yeah. our so, kit? Hang on, the okay, very quick. I was going to say two <laughs> very quick stories Go of on. Everton and their ineptness in America. Right. <laughs> very, right. Right. So, number one, that. So, Everton played yeah. the MLS team. All Stars in 2009. Yeah. We just signed the deal with Lecoq Sportif, right? And it was like a training. So kit. basically, they played in a blue kit and we hadn't launched our away kit. So, what you'd think is, if you were a you know marketing person, is Everton would wear their brand new away kit, which hadn't been launched yet, in America against the All Stars. Yeah. No. We wore no. a training kit, the white training top with like a weird thing on it. Yeah. Jamie Martin had to throw numbers on the back and we wore it. Now, the MLS All-Star game then wasn't as big, but now they play like they the cream of Europe. Like Barcelona. Right? Barcelona, Bayern Munich, whoever. It's yeah, a nice big, stuff. big yeah. game. It's a big thing. Then it wasn't as big. But, mm. but still, it, but it is still, big, though. You're growing a fan base in America. You're trying to grow you? a fan base. You had Landon Donovan, Tim Howard. Unbelievable, mate. And they, so they played, this tra- they played in this training top. Uh, I've, uh, I've honestly never seen the likes of it in my life. It happened again. Uh, Remember the other year, Crystal Palace away, and we had to play in the, oh, the, the old away. The away kit from the season before. <laughs> and the other one, this is the other one is, we played Philadelphia Union, 
and it was after the World Cup, right? Yeah, yeah. Tim Howard is the hottest property in the world, right? T- all the posters have got yeah, Tim Howard on, right? Yeah. Moyes never played him. He said he needed... But Tim Howard was there. He walked on at our time and gave everyone a wave. And the, and Philadelphia Union kicked off, kicked off they, like, yeah. in literal sense and said, you said... We've promised Tim Alwards was going to be playing, and you said he was going to be that playing. And basically, he came on at half really. time like Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. <laughs> Hi, everybody! Did he, do, like, did he have a jog around the pitch like the ass? Probably. <laughs> Run around the circle. His yeah. cap. Like that. How typical Everton is that? Yeah. How typical Everton is that? Proper so, embarrassing. Um, we could do a, we could do me me and Baz need to do the best and worst testimonial. Oh, that would be a good video, um, that, you know. But that, that does when, when we were growing up, we had proper testimonial. I remember uh, Manchester versus Merseyside. It was Graham really? Shaft's yeah. testimonial, and I think I think Manchester won six five or Everton might have won six five, seven six, whatever. Baz is waving seven six at me. Um, it was mad. It was like it was a good decision. I was at the back of the Gladys Street, and it was just a because he was that old at the time. Rushing sharp, yeah, playing a full eleven. It was imagine that happening now. It was, but that's what that's what they used to be like. Really, yeah. Yes, testimonials. Obviously, all like the Everton Liverpool players were all mates back then. Testimonials in the old days used to be like grab a play from here, grab a play. So like when Rooney played in Dutch, that's what they used to be like. But now they're like. Now the part of like the preseason, but anyway, we we massively digress. Yeah, Pina, amazing <laughs> player. We all love him. He never quite gets the um, the love. I don't think from Everton that he should have. No, why? Because he doesn't. He never sold kits. But that's it. Well, the thing I remember Gary Neville saying that Baines and Pina were one of the reasons why he retired. I don't know. You remember that? Yeah. Where um, I think it was the free all game, and he was at the back end of his yeah, career, yeah. and he absolutely got ripped yeah, apart. Did. Then he then he got destroyed at Stoke and retired. Yes. What a, what a way that. to go out! I've just been destroyed. Just... I am retired. <laughs> yeah. What that's brilliant! I love that. I can't. Do oh, I'm all for that myself. If only, like. if only his brother had had the same sentiments after Wigan. <laughs> Wonder if he'd be good playing in St. Helens. Well, <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I can't go with divulge what goes on in St. Helens playing football. Let's move to your second player, the player who did get the contract and did look good on posters selling kits. Who is he? I'm sorry, Baz. Michael Arteta. <laughs> Michael Arteta. Michael Arteta, growing up, he like Ped's just said, posters everywhere. He was always, like, probably the main man, him and Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. absolutely. He, was, he was fantastic. Great free kicks. Just mm. how he carried the ball on yeah. the pitch for Everton. Was, was, he was like a magician at times, basically. And... Uh, for me, when I was growing up, I, I absolutely loved yeah. watching him play. It was just, a, it was just a shame how he left yeah. Everton for me, and that's what will all, no, always wind me up about him. And when you see him at Arsenal now, and he's acting like the, he's this Arsenal legend, for, which he just isn't, is he? Um, but like I said, he stayed for a, a, lot of, a lot of years at Everton, and he was, he was great yeah. on the pitch for us. I, I really enjoy, enjoyed him for us, and when when he was out the side. Yeah. He missed him. Yeah, he, he, we missed him. He was, at Everton, he was at Everton for eight years. Wasn't eight he? years, yeah. Um, he, I remember when he came. Thomas Gravison had just gone to Real Madrid, and we all thought the Three world was going to win. And he, he, you know, his first goal was the pa- pa- yeah. Palace four nil. We were trying to get into the Champions League, and he just gave us that bit of class. He started class. on the right, came into midfield like Pina. A lot of people probably thought he wasn't well, going to be physically big enough. Yeah, he, he, at Everton, he didn't just play in the, in the middle, did he? He was he was on right hand side, left hand right. side. Yeah. And I remember, played them everywhere. And I remember basically. there was a game against Villa. We played away against Villa. And I think we beat them three 0 or three one. Three one, it was. And yeah, him, remember that. Osman. Osman and Kyle, yeah. and honest to God, you could see it. nothing but good stuff coming for Everton. Mm. It was just. 
we had this fella who had a little bit of class yeah, in the midfield, but day. could look after himself. And he learned mm. that thing of like when people grab an arm just to shrug them off. Yeah. He scored the goal against Florentina that nearly broke Goodison Goodison down. I've absolutely never, rocked that day, didn't I, I've never known a stadium to hold its breath. It's you know when you watch it, when you watch it back now and you just it, it's like it's like oh like with the crowd noise and then it's just that second of yeah. silence yeah. and then it hits there's the a, back of the There's a moment, wow. it's a moment in there where everyone holds their breath, everyone goes quiet, and everything just slows down. Yeah. And then suddenly when it leaves his foot, everything just speeds up mm. and it hits the back of the net. And again, if we that's chaos. typical Evan, if we'd be, won that game, you, we'd have won that tournament. No, well, no, we would have. We yeah. had a great team that yeah. tournament. We had um, Yakubi yeah. and all players like that. Yakubi in that tournament. Brilliant. We scored that sort of yeah. thing SK Brannan. Like that. But Arteta, brilliant. That goal was fantastic. You always talk about Three that Fiorentina one. Like we won the game. Yeah, I know. That's what it feels remember like, doesn't free, it? Remember his um, free kick against Hull. Remember that Remember one? his goal against Hull, where he skipped inside and then smashed one with his left foot into the top corner of Gladys Street. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah, I, I remember oh, no, Bolton. That was against Bolton. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God, that Bolton yeah. one was amazing, yeah. wasn't it? The one yeah. against Bolton. That, I remember that kick. one now. But he, he scored a nice one against Hull. What, what wasn't a free kick? Him and Pina and Pina back yeah. here, and he put it in the bottom oh. corner. Arteta. They just made it look so so yeah. easy at times for us. And like I remember, he had a he had a bad injury, didn't well, he? he? Got, the he second got... season was it, no, and we he... had Bucharest at home, and he fell on his head, and oh, he was out yeah. for a while, well, wasn't he? I mean, obviously, the really bad injury was in two thousand and nine. The year yeah. he got to the cup final. Oh yeah, went to Newcastle, done his done his. Uh, so we always get the done his knee without well. anyone around. The same game that Anna Chabi got stood on as mm. well, and he was out. So oh, both of them were out for a year, mm. and you mm. know. Jack Elkham, all against City. That, that well, season. yeah, we don't that forget. Fano, we 2009. Had, Yacoubin. Yeah, we had hardly any players. But, and, and, and again, that was our best team. That was our P team. Mm. But Arteta was amazing. He was just he was, he was was just a cut above. He was like, you had all... But that team had all... See, I go back, and I, me and Baz have spoke about this on the show, and the, you look, you, you, you'll have barren years, of course. We had a lot of barren years. But between 2000 and, 2008... And the end of 2009 or 2007, 2008, 2008, 2009. Yeah, that, you. Those two teams were some, were some of the best. I, I genuinely believe those teams were better than the Leicester team that won the league. Yeah. It was just that for one reason or another, we just couldn't put it all together. But the, in terms of football and the players, it was brilliant to watch. And of course, we had, I think, just that Moyes mentality of when we went into certain games. We it never, was the away games. We never, we never put it all together. Fourth with. Especially them two seasons, we would have done. We'd have got Champions League in both of them seasons if we had to go away from home. Yeah. I thought how we set up away was a bit negative at times. Mm. Like I mean, you spoke about going to the old track yeah. and like not like laying the glove. Knife to a gunfight. Knife to a gunfight. That. that was it. And it was just that type of mentality what let us down. I guess like yeah. we had the, we did have the players to yeah. get in that Champions League. We were we were fighting for the Champions League up until that, May. Yeah. Every, that, every season. That team deserved a trophy. Mm. If any team since since in this whole time deserved deserves to have won I, a trophy, it was that those two years. Oh eight oh nine was the year oh, for me. Yeah. Mate, the injuries just the the injuries. If Everton didn't have them injuries that season, that was, I, am, I, I honestly think you would we would have won that. FA of course, they were peak years. And buffs, so they it? were all peak years for the team. And what happened was obviously after we didn't win the cup final, um, and we came back. Obviously, City then had the money. They came sniffing around Lescott. He went. Yeah. And then sort of other players started to leave or whatever, like Pienaar and stuff. And we went... We, we, 
we we basically didn't have money. We, we didn't have money either. We were in replacing them. So mm. and when we get to 2012, obviously Arteta scores against Blackburn. Penalty last minute off. to win is the game. And then I think it was like the Tuesday night, the the deadline, and he it was clear as day we had no money and, and he out of him he, I'd, I'd have had more respect for Arteta if he left early in the summer rather than last minute. That was well, it he, for me. You can't just chances. go out the out the back door yeah. in the last minute. He, he had chances to go to Manchester City. Mm. They wanted him and they were willing to give us really big money for him. Yeah. And it was like Remember. that thing of no. And then he, he when the Arsenal thing come, he base, he pushed us into a corner where it was like, what are we gonna do? Mm. I mean, he, he manufactured the thing himself. Like you know, he was he was the one at Goodison working the fax machine and all that. And Everton, Everton had nowhere to go. I think we brought in like Drenthe and Drenthe and Strakulasi. Yeah. So that money, if he done used it in the summer, that money could have been used. I still up. don't know where the money is. Nobody does. <laughs> I've heard that it's actually in the case in the money in the bank in WWF. I've that's what oh, I've heard. It, yeah. That's the asset. That's why no one can get it. Because uh, yeah. I've seen that picture of Bill in the ring with it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, listen, it leaves a sour taste in a lot of people's minds how we left. Um, and he'll never. Tr- he left going. I'll always be an Everton fan, but and all this nonsense. And like you said, there you don't get that feeling. He went to Arsenal nah. with a couple of cups. Um, and it feels like he just sold the soul of it. Yeah, feels like he, he had eight years at Arsenal, yeah. but he never though, did he? No. And he tries, to, he tries now, really. He tries to act that he's this Arsenal legend, yeah. but he's not. No. He's not a very good manager, no. either. No. And but he was a great player and for he's, Everton. And he's, and he's got hair like Lego. Le- so, Lego. Lego, um, one, yeah. No, it, it is disappointing. It's a point where you do really love somebody. Mm. And that was the fit, you know what though? That was one of the first ones for me where I was yeah. absolutely devastated yeah. when someone left. No, no, and it was just the way it happened. Yeah, that's it. Because players will always leave your football club. Mm, exactly. Always. And I, you know There's what? No two ways about it. I wouldn't have if he left at the start mm. of the summer and we got a replacement and used the money. I, I, I wouldn't have been that. Um, I wouldn't have. Wouldn't be bitter towards. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. how we See, left. there's nothing wrong with losing players. I mean, Everton's big problem is now they can't get rid of players. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's like, there's nothing wrong, but it's how it's how you leave a football club mm. and, and everything that goes with it. So, we're moving on to the forwards. Uh, your first one, I let I let Basov Kanchelsk as a as a as a, a, a fake position last week in a way, and this player is gonna have a bit of a fake position in a way as well. Uh, so, Bill, te- tell no, us your first no, one. No, I'm, right, gonna, we'll I'm gonna explain that. Go on, then. Tim Kyle okay. played behind the striker a lot, oh, didn't right, he? Okay. So he's gonna. I'm not oh, gonna right. reveal the striker. No, no, don't reveal if, the if you know me, you'll probably know who it is well, anyway. But you me. know, um, obviously, next player is Tim Kyle. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So small, but won every header yeah. for us. Some of the headers he scored, overhead kick for Chelsea. He was brilliant for us. Just played, played with all his art, and it was, it was. He played like he was a scouser, and he, he was an Everton fan, in my opinion. How many scousers have you seen play like Tim Cahill? Oh. <laughs> scousers are normally the ones who let us down. Well, you know, and get but, off when they're eighteen. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he was, he was, he was great for us. Cahill, yeah. like. He scored the big the big games. Kyle loved the big up. games. Loved, man, loved, loved playing it. against Man City. Loved playing against Liverpool and Liverpool. Yeah, and yeah. So just so he was just honestly, I've got no words for him. Basically, like he was one of my favourite players of all time. Again, like fantastic, and he's just a brilliant off the pitch too. Um, he loves brilliant. loves like loves selling his own brand now. Yeah. I mean, if you need a watch selling, I'd give it to Tim <laughs> Kale to sell. Well, yeah, and I don't know how he managed to get involved with Rodriguez going to the... Um, what's up? What, yeah, what? over to Qatar. All right, he's, in, all right, he's in with the Qatarians yeah, now, isn't he? Yeah. So, ahead of the World Cup. But, no, what a play. And someone leaving. I mean, this is a lad who went, and went to New York and 
obviously it was like the right time. It was then perfect it was for him because he was just coming to the end of I his. Think, v- and, and I think it was just a fan base accepted yeah, that at the time. Yeah, because we could see he was waning. He did struggle that last season. Yeah, goal, the goals stopped coming in, and you could tell. Did he score one goal? In he his scored last one season? one goal. Fulham. I think it was a Fulham at home. Yeah, and um, you could tell he weren't he weren't very quick anyway. Kyle no. was he, and that that was the best thing well, about we, Kyle. Of course. Fellaini had come in, I think, hadn't he? Yeah. And Fellaini had come in and, and I think had, had basically stolen his position. Mm. I think, if, if I'm right. Um, well, Fellaini started getting goals. Well, Fellaini and I think was playing Moyes in his start, position. So. Moyes might have started to realise he could yeah. play And it Fellaini was perfect because he went to the States. Mm. Where, you know, had a, had a couple of good years in the States and then I think he went to China and, and, well, and then Australia. God knows and, where he went then. And all around the world. <laughs> yeah. He's played on every... I mean, he's probably had a game on Antarctica at the time and he yeah, he's he played, on, played with the Penguins. Um, <laughs> not polar bears, because there aren't no polar bears in the Antarctic, only in the Arctic. <laughs> little geography fact for you there. Um, no, he was he was an amazing player and, and, and from day one come in, ruffled everyone's feathers in that first season, found mm-hmm. that position behind the striker, like you said. Yeah. Uh, Carsley sat, sat as, a, as, a, as the DM and it just... Moyes just got it to work perfectly. Oh yeah, and he loved the big guys. He got loved like he's the got the joint record with Dixie Dean for the most goals against Liverpool. I think, I think. he has, yeah. I think he scored has. He scored. Winner. He scored a few at Anfield, you know. But yeah. obviously they ended up in defeat. Do you remember the volley he scored when we were getting yeah. beat two 0 Ah, volley. And he scored that half ah, volley. And Outside, any other, uh, in front of the clap. Any other yeah. like game, and if that had been like, if mm. that had been like, um, you know, if that had been a game we'd won. Oh my he god, scored. He scored when he first joined us. He scored in his first Anfield derby, and the year after yeah. he scored at Anfield too. At Edda, scored the winner three, in the win against them in 2004 yeah. as well, and uh, the one at Goodison 2010. The, yeah, the, the Andy Johnson derby, yeah. the the the, the, the ma- equaliser yeah. at Anfield yeah. too. Oh eight oh nine. Yeah, yeah. Last, in the last minute. minute after yeah. That, oh. Man for the big occasion. The no, yeah. You can't say enough about him. Of course. What did you make of it when he when he obviously left and he came back for that final game when it was Moyes' final game? Because a lot of people I look didn't... back at that and fume about that. Because obviously Moyes left to go to Man United and we did give him the big fanfare. Hmm. And it, it does. I don't know. Cause I think obviously with the Baines thing and the Fellaini thing trying to sign him, it does stick in the throat a little bit. But obviously he came back for that and obviously that was we talked before about players getting their due and getting their send-off. And that was like his little send-off. And I always look back on that and I, I'm not, I can't be arsed holding on to any anger. To me, that was like, that that day we just beat West Ham, ironically, and it just felt like a perfect, perfect send-off for Moyes and, and Kale. Yeah, but what I'd say to that at the same time is, when he went to Red Bulls, mm. could we have arranged a friendly? Yes, we could have, but we didn't. <laughs> because we're Everton Football Club, and we didn't do that. Well, the same as go, when Wayne it? Rooney went... That could have been a send-off. Yeah, of course. Red Bulls could have come to Goodish. Well, we Why couldn't they have done We could have just gone to New York. Or go to New York. We could have just gone to New York. First leg, second leg. We could have gone to New York in the pre-season. Well, played them twice And, and played them and all the blues. Because I remember when he went there, in fact... My mate Eric, when I was doing the Follow Tony's podcast, we got into with Tim Howard, uh, Tim Cale when yeah. they played Kansas, mm. and Blues were following him everywhere, and he was getting pictures with them and everything. And he's a, he always called he's a massive Everton. He calls us we his kids at Everton. His lads at Everton now. Yeah, he all, coached all at Everton for a little bit. Yeah. He's still a massive Evertonian. Mm. And, and um, well, yeah. the reason why he said they could have played at Goodison because I think a lot of our fans would have been a bit wound up that they couldn't have went yeah. to his testimonial in America. So. We'd have, we'd have all I'd, I'd, gone. Yeah, we'd have definitely. put a coach on. Yeah, well, it would have been a, a very long coach. <laughs> <laughs> Big ferry. Yeah, definitely. That would have been boss, but no, you know. Tim Kale, absolute legend. So go on, who's your who's your second striker and your final player in your ultimate team? Romelu Lukaku. Oh, 
Rom, big Rom. Classic. Absolutely brilliant for us. And I don't think he gets the, the credit he deserves, yeah. personally. Like, everyone holds onto him missing a penalty at Wembley. Yeah. But I think all players miss penalties. Ronaldo, Messi have he missed penalties. He missed more than penalties that day, though. He, miss, he missed chances yeah. that day, yeah. But at the same time, what I will say to that too is the team around Romelu Lukaku at Everton has never been good enough. No. We've never had players. We've had Aaron Lennon no. playing off him, no Listen. disrespect to him. He's, he's at the back end of his career there. We've had players like... Morales was good for us, but we've never no. consistent. If he had players like Richarlison and, and play, coming off Rom, I think... Oh my God, he would, we, he'd have scored more goals for in us. His final two seasons, we finished... Uh, sorry, final two seasons of, of Martinez. We finished 11 twice and he, he had like 20 goals in both seasons. I, I, I struggled to get my <laughs> head around that. that. How does, how does that, that even work? That how just sums a, up... How do you have a top-class striker? It just sums up how much of a fraud that manager is and it's just it pains me to think fans wanted him back in the summer. How do you have a... How, how do you do that? And obviously, you know, his last season did amazingly well. Um, he scored the goals. Brilliant, mate. He was brilliant. And what's sad is playing for Everton is now a footnote in his career and yet... I don't care what anyone says. That was the best part the, of his career. The best part of his career was that that last season mm. when Koeman had them, I think. Yeah. And he scored. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was got up there for the golden only. boot, and then Harry Kane scored an hat on yeah. the last day. But it, some of the goals he scored, the uh, FA Cup goal against Chelsea. Yeah. And then you know what? That second goal that day was unbelievable yeah. too. Like he scored. He was just a consistent goal scorer, and that's something we've Different obviously types missed. Of goals as well. Yeah. And, and, um, and more times than not, hit the target. Yeah, he always hit the target. Always hit the target. And like, he, I, I just thought he was, I thought, you know what though, right? For a big striker like that, he was very, very good with his feet, Lukaku. How he ran with that ball. He used to take us up the pitch himself at times. Yeah. Um, and like, how he left, disrespectful, definitely. Posing on him. Do you think he was though? Because... No, I tell you no, why, we're, right? We're only, no, but I'll tell you what thing. I tell you what. I tell you one thing. Like no, no, they are. But football players are only today. While we're recording this, I heard his agent talking on Sky today, literally saying about how he loved wanted. Not right, he, it's not right. All no, anymore, no, no. It? And his agents actually said he said, "Oh, it's a dream to come back to Chelsea." But I must admit, he would have loved to have gone to Real Madrid as well. <laughs> and I just thought, "Oh my God!" Oh That's my, just he's so been, a, he's been, been a, he'll be another Kyle. He'll play a, everywhere. Yeah, he's been at Chelsea for like three months, <laughs> and he's and, already and, he's, and his agents already saying, "Well, Real Madrid." Well, that used to be what it was, wasn't it? And what our fans say that he go on international break and then. It'd be like, oh, I want to go and play Champions League yeah. football, and that's what everyone hated at the same yeah. time. But I always stick with me. What what I didn't like about Lukaku at the end was that interview he did yeah. in um, I don't know what language he was speaking. He speaks about French, ten, probably French, and he was talking about, oh, is the, you're gonna sign a contract, and he and he was just smiling. Like, he was in America, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I was just like, yeah. Just why don't you just go and tell all the fans? Do you know what I mean? Although it was, this was the before, sorry. We no, it was. You know what? That, that was yeah. after the game. That you yeah, know. Yeah. No, no, I remember game. that. No, yeah, I remember. He spoke to a guy. He spoke to a guy from a French media, and the guy actually I think might have tagged us in 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 it, and and basically people were giving the guy loads of stick hmm. because he was definitely signing the contract. And you're right. He asked the fan. He kept on. He was like smiling. arms into saying no, and then yeah. everyone was because it was ninety nine percent sure. And yeah, then right he walked in. Everyone thought he was going to sign it, and he didn't because. Someone told him not to, and yeah. But know what I hated about that? This is what I hate about footballers. Genuinely, no one come out like when they go on international breaks. But they used to like Fellaini and stuff, and go, "Oh, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do." Blah blah blah. Why don't you just come out 
and talk after the match and go, do you know what? I'm sick and tired of this football club not going out and buying players that are going to win us the trophies or going to get... Yeah. Why don't you just come out and say it instead of doing like half measures and going out and like... I think there was... Sti- there, you know. there was one time he, he kind of did do that though, Ped. I remember that he did an he did an yeah. interview with the Echo yeah. and it was like a kick racism out of yeah. football thing he was doing. I think that was the day he was meant to sign I think it was in the final January, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and he was he was saying what Everton needs to do, Everton needs to show ambition. Mm. And that was the thing with Lukaku, what I always liked about him. Yeah. He had ambition yeah. oh, to yeah. win things. And, he pl- and, and he don't stayed. get me wrong, he's only won the, the Italian stayed, league, yeah. but he's and got he, that ambition. And personally. he stayed a year longer than really he had mm. to. He could have gone, but could have gone to Chelsea. Koeman got him to stay. And you know, I remember being down at Arsenal for the last game. Yeah. And he scored the penalty. And, and you, end, knew. you knew. he come over on his yeah, own, didn't he? you knew he was giving it all. And you knew he was going to leave because it was the logical next step. And if a club doesn't match a player's ambition and the players do... That's what it was. Bit, then you can't argue. You simply can't argue. So, and I know, listen, it does, for a lot of people, you know, it leaves a bad taste again. But as players, a footballer on the pitch, no. I, I, I loved them. Yeah. You can do all the talking off the pitch for me, but yeah. you know what, right? If he, he puts the ball in the yeah. back of the net for Everton, and so, wins his games. That's so that it. is that's your six: Coleman, Baines, uh, Pina, Arteta, Kale, and Lukaku. So that is your ultimate Everton team, and that's, I think there'll be a few people with agreement you know, on that one. Let's get into you've, you've got six of play six players that you your best six players you've ever watched. Let's start play with, against Everton. Yeah, oh, play performances. Against Everton. Okay, against so let's Everton. start with the defenders. Right, um, first one's Vincent Company. I thought Vincent Company when he played against Everton was just always like a solid seven out of ten all the time. He was just so hard. I remember Lukaku always used to say he'd struggled playing against Company because the Belgian teammates and that's what mm. they'd always like have a thing of. But Company was just he was just solid, wasn't he? He was just built like a brick. <laughs> Outhouse. Yeah, he was just he was fantastic, and what he's done for Man City. What scored them yeah. um, important goals? I remember he scored on a cup final. He scored against United. The one against what, Leicester. The one against yeah. The one against Leicester. Oh my season. word, that the goal! Just, my word. It, them and yeah. Liverpool like if Liverpool play yeah. first, they go top of the league. Then City had to come mm. back, and it, and the it was about twelve minutes to go, oh, and he just and he like, just hit it. And everyone he? was terrified because obviously Liverpool hadn't won the league up yeah. to that point, and everyone was just like really terrified, mm. and. Um, they haven't won anything to that point. And all the players were saying in an interview after the game, they see in company get the ball at the edge of the box and they're going, don't shoot, don't shoot. And he just hit and they went in the back of the net. It was quality. He's great defender and he always popped up for uh, with important goals for City. Like uh, another one uh, against United yeah. before the QPR game. Yeah, yeah. Popped up with the header, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, 1-1-0 and that got them to... Yeah. Play against QPR yeah, to, was, on the yeah, same yeah, point. Yeah, because so, yeah, it was the second to last game, wasn't yeah, it? They yeah. I think they had the midweek yeah, and then they, they had the QPR on a Sunday. Yeah. And it was ever got won that game, we're obviously going to go yeah. into the game knowing that they won the game. I think if United won that game, yeah, if United would've, won, it would have been the won, other way around. Yeah. They would have only had to have gone to um, Middlesbrough and got like a point or mm, something yeah. out of it. So, mm. Well, he was, he was, he was huge, great. Who's your second one then? My second one's Vidic. Nemanja Vidic, sorry. <laughs> he was, again, built like company, just a big rock. Yeah. Fantastic. Won everything in the air like company. Great tackles, honestly. Great foil for 
Ferdinand. Yeah. Ferdinand was this classy player. And that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, John Terry and Ferdinand were fantastic. I just want to mix it up a bit. I thought Vidic, yeah. Vidic when he played against Everton, Everton always used to struggle to score against United. Yeah, it was like, it was, you just knew you were, yeah. it, you were in for a difficult game. I remember him scoring the red in front of the Gladys Street and all Vidic, and it was a great header. Mm. Uh, he was a quality player and won lots of things with United, hasn't he? And he's... Yeah, I no, don't know what, what what happened to Vidic after United, by the way. He went to Italy, didn't he? Uh, he you know why it might be an incent, in yeah. I think he went to Inter Milan. And then it just suddenly just yeah, like faded. Yeah, and then it was just like, you know, because he was coming towards the end of mm -hmm. it. Well, probably just did about 30, and Man United moved him on, because that was, that was the thing. They had yeah. someone better. They had, they had Michael Keane coming through. He probably knew. <laughs> probably thought Michael Keane's coming through. We'll be all right. We'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, no, we went, yeah, I think he went to Inter and, and, um, and got a good deal out of it, and Man United will have brought the next one in, and... Yeah, what a part of that 2008 team, is it, that yeah, won the Champions eight. League? I so think he won, did he win it in Moscow? Won against Chelsea. Chelsea. And then he got, him, got them to the final at Wembley against Barca. Yeah, yeah. That's got, right, isn't it? That was 2012, wasn't it, when they got beat by yeah. Barca? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rooney scored that day, didn't yeah. he? 3-1. Yeah, he, uh, he, he He's just being did brilliant. Did he get beat by Barcelona twice in Champions yeah, League? Yeah, he did. In Rome. Where Messi scored with his head. Yeah. That was, that was 2009. 2007, that was. was I think, it, yeah. you know, I think the Wembley one might have been 2010. Okay. Yeah. 2011, Round, 2012. About then. You know, yeah, you know. You know. They're, not, they're, not, they're not our teams. Why should no, we do I know. <laughs> um, but he was brilliant, mate. Both of them, too. I think they, they make a good pair and they get me a lot of points on that ultimate fan. So, you know. Brilliant. So, like, first play in midfield. Uh, first player in the midfield was David Silva. Every oh, time he, oh my God, when he when he comes to Goodison, you had players chasing him. Just, just so, just made football look so easy. Just how he moved the ball and dribbling, unbelievable. Yeah. Honestly, and like how he ran into space too to score goals. Another, and he'll be another player, and people look back on yeah. and think, my God, I remember him. He well, was brilliant. And very underrated, I think. Well, when he, came in, when he came in, he was actually like, it was this... One of City's big players. He was, at he first. was like the first big one yeah. where people went, oh, they got, they got him. Instead yeah. of like Barcelona or Real Madrid, mm. they got him. And I think a lot of people looked at his size and thought, he's going to be out of the country in two years. He won't get it to cope. And he did because he's brilliant. And City, for, for years and years, City just had him and... You know, Foden, I think, is going to become the natural. Yeah. Bernardo Silva was like the next one, but then Foden is going to be the long, the brains of the team. Basically. Oh, he is the brains. The brains. And even in his last year, you know, I know his last year was sad because it was played COVID games, but he was still scoring goals. He was still like just, and again, one of those players that you think, we could have got another year out of him. Yeah. But went out to the top, went to Sociedad. And I think he's still doing amazingly for yeah. Sociedad. I, I think wonder how old he is now, Silva. He must be getting on, like, but he's still playing yeah. for Sociedad, isn't yeah. he? Like, it was, Quality, quality. I used to love, I used to love watching him play yeah. uh, against us at Goodison, yeah. and even going away to the Etihad because we normally beat City at Goodison and all at that time. But he was, he was City's, City's best player by far. I think him and Yaya Torre, Yaya Torre was another one yeah. for City. No, Fantastic. incredible player. And obviously, I think there's a statue outside. Probably a statue that looks not like him. not like him at um, all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, who is your second midfielder? Fra Frank Lampard. Oof. Frank Lampard. Another Man City legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frank, listen, with Lampard used to always yeah. turn up against Everton, and that's what used to wind me up. But when you look back now, he was he was 
fantastic. Honestly, some of the goals he used to score were ridiculous. Uh, but I think he, he shouldn't have scored that goal in the final, though. Well, I would should have saved, but, you know. Mm. Um, no, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have, shouldn't have scored that. But, like I said, he always popped up with the goal against Everton. I remember his um, screamer. The free, when they beat us 3-2 at Goodison just yeah. put in the top yeah. corner he just always scored against us Lampard and like oh, he did yeah, uh, yeah, the goal tally for Chelsea is he still Chelsea's record goal scorer yeah, I'm sure he is yeah, you know so. and um, again fantastic player just uh, again a player for the big occasion very similar ex- to exactly, Kale yeah. someone who arrived late mm. um, always scored the goals um, and just again I think he scored I think he scored a couple of Bolton the day they won the league yeah. under Mourinho, and he always and he just always turned up, and mm. he made you know he made a big big you know went, went from West Ham to there and um yeah, lot lot hanging over his head because his dad was a, a legend yeah of you know and of course he celebrated like his dad celebrated when he beat us in the in the Do you remember in the cup they've seen that uh, video of him Ari Redman yeah yeah when the fella Lampard's and the fella's gone why are you bringing yeah, so basically Lampard's sitting here isn't yeah. he and it's like at a fan event and the fella's like no we've got this fella called Joe Bloggs who's amazing yeah. <laughs> why aren't you playing him and, and Redknapp's going sitting there going no I've been a football fella for years and years yeah. and this fella's the real deal video, and the other fella's probably working in a pie shop now <laughs> yeah. somewhere and Lampard's you know doing what he does so Fair play. He, he's another one. He went to he went to Man City. Man City got something out of him as well. Then he I went to America. And America. He was good in America. I thought. Yeah, well, no, it's not that hard. If you go, it's not that hard. But, but no, so, you see players go to America no, and no. struggle, though, don't you? It's, it's whether you've got the right attitude mm. and he had the right attitude. Yeah. He always looked he's after a proper himself. Professional, proper isn't he? professional footballer. Yeah. You know, and and he won. You know, he got to win the Champions League, of course, with 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 Chelsea. You know, won all the domestic trophies with Chelsea. I think. Mm. Um, so. You know, did everything. But I think he won everything. I think he won the league at City as well. Yeah, did he? Yeah, probably. So. Probably. I mean, I well, he won did something he? with City, didn't he? Yeah, so. he won something. Definitely. He was he was quality mate. No. Honestly, what a it's fantastic a player. player to watch. So go on. Who's your first forward? First forward, Didier Drogba. Another one. Another he used to always, always against score against Everton too. Um, like I just said, that three-two game, and he got it on his chest, and it's on the oh, half yeah. in front of the park and. Uh, Bloody hell. We were winning 2-1 in that game, it was 2-1 we? up, Yobo. Scored an editor in front it, of the glass. Was that, like between, was that between Christmas and New Year? Yeah. Yeah, it was around. It was around then, it was Christmas, winter time. Around Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. It might have been just before, might have been just before Christmas. Yeah. I think everyone was like, dead happy, about to go on the Christmas. And then Drogba oh, yeah. just does and that last Drogba, minute. <laughs> Drogba does that. Oh, you he was quality, he was just like, ah. Oh. I don't know, how he held the ball up and, and everything, like, I just love that. I loved how he, he was, the goals he scored. Like You look back and people say, oh, he didn't score enough yeah. goals in the Premier League. But you know what? Phenox. The big goals, again, like we just spoke about. Mm. I, I think he scored the most goals at Wembley too in a, in a final. He's it's only just, just been actually, well, Salah this week has just took the record off him for most uh, goals by an African player in the Premier League. Oh, really? League, so, didn't know that. Uh, and when he came, he, he, like, he, was, he wasn't young when he came mm. as well. And actually, he came from Marseille, didn't he? He came from Marseille, didn't he? Yeah. He wasn't like seen as this like amazing player at Marseille. Mm. It's just that Mourinho seen him and was like, um, you're exactly what I need. Someone who's big, strong and fast who can, who can hold the I ball up. Mourinho didn't expect him to be that good, did he? He no, expect, but, expect but he built the team good. around him, didn't he? Built yeah. the team around him, mm. and and knew that with someone like him up front, who could hold the ball, because you get it sometimes when he'd hold it up and he'd be away, and he just everything just went up a level when he went to the Premier League. Yeah, uh, scored a hundred goals in two hundred and twenty-six games for Chelsea. Oh, that's 
That's, well, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. But you, you know, when you look at the Premier League records, you'd expect them to score more goals. Have you seen his tally though? Yeah, it's it's obviously he's in the hundred club, yeah. right? But you 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 compare him with the likes of say Unry, Shearer, mm-hmm. and all that. He'd be up there, but he's quite low considering. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, because he wasn't it. Yeah, he wasn't like because a, I, what what it was. Pet, goal scorer. He, 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 yeah, but what it was, they had so many good yeah, players, yeah. so many good forwards at yeah. Chelsea. And you know what? What he when he was had his best for me was when Anelka was with him. Yeah, and that was another one who who I know he's he's, he was he was a red like, but amazing. Can't bear him, but like say for example. Always pop up against Everton. Yeah, always. Nicholas and Elkhorn. Always, and all. always. Honestly, absolutely. He was, ju- and they said that at Munich in the final for Champions League, won them yeah. the Champions League last penalty. Yeah, Boss. he did. Uh, he scored uh, second spell at Chelsea. Scored four goals in twenty-eight games. Yeah. Oh well, he, he, I love Drogba. Me, he was proper centre forward, and that's that's how I like strikers to be. To be honest, target man. Scored twenty-one and thirty-two games for Montreal. When he went to America. Yeah. Interesting. MLS is easy if you go. Oh, yeah. That's an score to go. Yeah. Uh, no, what a, what a play. And always used to do it against us. So, who's your, who's your last play, second forward? Uh, Harry Kane. Really? Right. Really? Let's, let's go back to the theme. Really? Let's go back to the go theme. On. No, it's fine. Best performers against Everton. Okay. Fair dues. Fair dues. Who always pops up against Everton? Michael Owen. Yeah, well, Robbie I, Fowler. Well, the, the Alan Shearer. Les Ferdinand. Well, <laughs> the, these are all before my time. Don't follow an Everton. So Anyone who ever played for any team in the Premier League. Well, Harry Kane. Ian Wright. If someone can get the stats up of who scored the most goals yeah. against Everton, Harry Kane would be in the top five. I guarantee you now. I mean, he is. And you know what? Yeah, and, okay. and the reason why he's in my team, right? Another one, another yeah. performance. We're going back to performance. Right. Yeah, it's it's not about player ability, all right? Okay. Kane, in that, I think they beat us 6 2 yeah. before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Probably best performance I've seen by a player against okay. Everton. Consistent. But another name I, I, I wanted to say too, though, and he only played twice against us, but he absolutely ripped us apart, was Cardozo. Do you remember that? Benfica, yeah. Benfica. Oh, man, away. Unbelievable. I, was, I went to Benfica, well, you know, probably no, like, <laughs> I went to Benfica on the weekend and all, all the fans still buzz off at Cardo's. And I, I said to the fellow when he when he played against Everton, he was just unbelievable. And when we played against Benfica, he was unreal. Thierry Henry, obviously, another mention. Boss, yeah. Boss Thierry Henry, quality. Um, lo- there was, I think every striker in the Premier League has scored against Everton, haven't they, really? Fair t- Ferdinand and Shearer scored 16 goals against us, but Kane scored 13 goals for us, and there's a lot of room for manoeuvre there. So well, there you go. Fair play. Aye. Fair play. Well, uh, Kane loves it against Everton. Yeah. He loves it. He always turns up and loves that attack against us for some Great, reason. Can't wait. Scored twice against us last season, didn't he? Two, two, two um, courtesy of uh, Mason Holgate and uh, Michael Keane yeah. at the Gathers, at the uh, at Goodison. So, mm-hmm. uh, thanks Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, thanks guys. For that. Thanks, <laughs> for that. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. So there you go. That is Kane's ultimate Everton team and his ultimate team against Everton. The best he's ever seen. So fair play. There you go. Let us know what you think in the comments about Kane's two teams and your horrible memories of all those rats playing <laughs> against us. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts and we'll be back next week with somebody else. I don't know who it's going to be. But somebody else is going to give us their ultimate Everton team. Don't forget, you can download the app now. Get involved in that. See you later.